WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. <laughs> All right, we're back at uh, Fred's place here. It's uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors, uh, Industrial Drive in Raleigh, right behind Costco. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, real quick, before we uh, talk with Fred, uh, Thelma's in Kerry. Thelma, good morning. You're on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. I listened to the program last week, and you were talking about sweet gum balls. I yes, ma'am. I have found a use for them. I've had a planter. Something other than a toothbrush? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a, a big pot on my deck, and I had an eggplant in it, and the squirrels were digging in it like crazy. And so I picked up sweet gum balls and lined the top of it with the we gum balls didn't have a bit of problem with them bothering it anymore. My goodness. I, well, I, I, uh, how about that, Gerald? I wonder if that would keep a squirrel out. I don't know. If, I guess you uh, could. As well. I'm yeah. willing to try that. I've got yeah. them all over my driveway right now. You do? Well, why haven't you cut down the sweet gum tree? Stupidity. <laughs> uh, Rufus, you got any sweet gum trees on that property? I had one and don't fool with them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, you got any sweet gum trees? No. Good. Good for you. Yeah, I don't either. So, uh, well, that's that's a good use, Thelma. It's very practical. What, whatever right. gave you the notion to I don't do know. That? I think Thelma's got kind of a devious mind. I just decided they were so sharp and sticky that they wouldn't bother them. So I yeah. would try it. And it I didn't successful. think about uh, squirrels not liking sweet gumballs. Well, they are pretty sharp now. If they you, are, boy. You step you on step one barefoot, on. you're certainly <laughs> yeah. going to know about it. Yep. <clears throat> Done that many a time as a child. Don't go barefooted very much anymore. Thank what else you, you have? That's what you have she grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. What? What'd you say, Thelma? I said, thank you very much. I asked her, what else? Oh, well, what else you. do you grow that you uh, like as much as you do sweet gum? <laughs> Not anything. I'm not able to do it anymore. That's a uh, the sweet gum is the real enemy, huh? <laughs> well, it's, well, it's been a help in this case. It sure has. It sure has. Well, maybe you can come up with some other methods, and I, I, I do wish you would report back to us on that. Okay. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. You have a wonderful day, Thelma, and please call us again. All right. All right. Bye bye. 
All right. Uh, Fred Gaines is with us. Uh, he didn't have any sweet gums, but he's he's got uh, quite a store here filled with we talked uh, we started talking about the hardwood floors and the waterproof and that uh, there's some water repellency to a lot of these uh, most if not all of the carpeting you have here yeah the uh, amazing thing is how easy care they made the carpet and uh, one thing we really want to talk about uh, something new which uh, I don't know if you notice it lit up behind you uh, this new color wall and what that does is it makes it so easy for a customer to pick out not only because I think there's 50 colors up there, but there's different textures, different feel, different prices. But they're all the Smart Strand Forever Clean technology. Uh, and for those of you that have pets or children that act like pets or adults that act like pets, <laughs> <laughs> need something that's easy to take care of. The Smart Strand is incredibly the best thing. And also, uh, I almost overlooked, uh, people ask uh, how well it's going to wear. Well, if you see that little poster with the rhino, they have a two-ton rhino that's been living on Smart Strand carpet, and they uh, cleaned it, and it, it came back 100% uh, stain and soil-free. And, of course, he'd been tromping around on it. And it, wow. So uh, this is the real thing uh, that people uh, are going to love is it is so incredibly easy to take care of. And part of the texture feel, some of them are give you a traditional uh, kind of dense, tight feel. The other is their soft yarn technology. So it just uh, and so you can actually compare the, the difference of the feel of the two different textures. Uh, and the colors that they come in. So it's a fantastic way to uh, pick out the carpet. And the other fantastic thing about it is the prices, because with the uh, sale we're running, we're giving absolutely the best discount, and it's uh, uh, a tremendous value uh, it, because we have f uh, four different options in terms of price. So we can meet different budgets depending on what your needs are and what you need. Uh, need. But, and, of course, the Smart Strand technology is available not just in this one uh, group that we have here, but we actually have a whole store full of products uh, with that technology. I was looking at the white carpeting. Uh, how often do you sell white carpeting? Uh, actually, a lot now that people understand how well the Smart Strand is going to clean and perform. They don't have to worry about uh, if they have a spill or you have soil. Uh, it's all going to come up. I'd be well. I'd, I'd go crazy. I'd, I'd be walking around. Oh, for goodness' sake! My wife mentions from time to time how messy I am, but yeah. I feel pretty confident I'm not as bad as a 2,000-pound rhino. No, yeah. Well, that's, that's true. You could, you could certainly validly point that out, yeah. Gerald, if you want to. My, uh, Tim, <laughs> Congressman Tim Valentine, who, who I was fortunate enough to grow up across the street from, had a game room in his house, and he had this big pool table, and it, it was carpeted in white. Oh. So I said... Mr. Valentine, you got four boys and I mean three boys and a little girl and and um, all of that. But he he was a chance taker. But you don't have to take any chances now with no, white not carpeting. At all. Not at all. Well, Fred, when you you say you have a a doggy that 
dust some business on the rug. What did most people do? Just water and soap? Just water and actually try not to use soap unless it's a clear uh, detergent. But uh, soap uh, sometimes can leave an oil or a residue. So yeah. we, we, we try just to plain do water. Just and plain dab. water. Just plain water. Right. Yeah. And dab? Yeah. Dab, yeah. That's the whole thing. And work everything towards the middle. You want to clean up any solid things, and but then just use water and dab. Yeah, you don't, got that now, Gerald. Don't I got rub that. it. Don't don't rub it. You'll you'll uh, rub all the carpeting and color out of it. Right? No, it's eventually. You can't take. The, that's the thing about Smart Strand is you can't take the color out. Oh, of you it. can't. Yeah, actually, we don't recommend you do it, but you actually could clean it with a bleach solution, and it won't take the wow. color out. Good. I'm bro. not going to experiment with that, no, but no. I believe you, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Well, for it's it's a product. Uh, the fiber we've been selling to close to it's getting close to 20 years now, so it has a track record. We're not worried about the the product holding up and and being able to clean and take care of it. Yeah. So, and like I said, with uh, we not only that, but we have uh, any number of products that have different uh, soil and stain pr- protection. Most of the manufacturers now say the first thing is. Clean it with water before you do anything else. Yeah. If that doesn't work, then sometimes you may need a little more aggressive. But uh, it's just amazing what has happened with carpeting over the years, and something uh, it, technology all the time. There's scientists yeah. uh, but, checking on that. Well, Fred, uh, <clears throat> I remember back when I was a boy growing up, uh, we had these beautiful oak floors that. And and my mama wanted wall to wall carpeting. Mm-hmm. Are people doing that nowadays? And they're, they're mixing things up. No, we still do wall to wall. But you know, people, especially uh, people that are uh, renovating their house or they just need to change things, they're looking for something a little bit different from what they've had. But wall to wall is still very important to people, especially in in bedroom areas. Yeah, bedroom. Yeah, what we see the tendency is people are really tending towards more of the hard surface for the open common areas, things like that. Right. But still love uh, bedroom, uh, the soft, especially with the soft yarn technology, carpet that feels like you don't even need uh, furniture. You could just lay down and go to sleep on it. It's mm-hmm. so nice and soft. So uh, it's still a very uh, big thing. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, what, what's uh, beige still very popular? Uh, what, what's Where's the predominant? colors now for people um that's that's a great question because uh you know grays have have been strong uh will continue but we're starting to see warmer colors come back into the color spectrum uh today Hmm. uh and uh and like i mentioned before pattern uh is uh, a huge thing for people uh people are wanting to bring color and excitement into their home even if it's uh, maybe, re- uh, of course, a big part of our business is uh, doing stairways, uh, runners, and pattern. And we can fabricate and make runners out of anything, so there's no uh, limit to the variety we can do. And the same thing with area rugs. A lot of people have the hardwood, but they need something to protect it. So we can make a rug that will fit their needs because most factory-made rugs are set sizes. So. You, you know, if the size doesn't work, it doesn't do you any good that, because we can make a rug out of, uh, out of any material, make them any size, and, of course, we can install them. Oriental rugs. 
that that's what I when you say color and design and rugs, that's what I'm. I People think, think uh, of the traditional uh, Oriental rug, but th those have changed too. People are looking now for more modern uh, patterns, uh, you know, different shapes. Uh, certainly, of course, the uh, animal prints and things are still very popular, but people are also like the uh, uh, textures, uh, the designs, and that's one thing with uh, when we redid the showroom, we made a big emphasis on pattern so that uh, we can create the type pattern and look that customers are really looking for. Yeah. An animal prints. Well, I'm just looking down the aisleway, and I see this one that looks kind of like a leaf print right. and diamonds all on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's have, pretty. I like heaven that. Heaven forbid if my wife were to see something like that. Well, that's why I we could need be to get the, her out here. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Yeah, I'm really put a is. picture up on the door, Fred. Yeah. Do not it, allow to enter. It is. It is very, very pretty. But animal prints like zebra, uh, zebra and leopard. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Still, uh, they've been be like Elvis in the jungle room. Yeah. Oh man, maybe that's what their idea. Maybe maybe room. a rhinoceros. Yeah. You want rhinoceros hide? Well, uh, what was it? Fred was talking about. Be durable. That two thousand pound that, that rhinoceros living there. on this carpet back here. Well, that's pretty. What type I, I of like, carpet uh, is this, Fred? Oriental with camels in it, Fred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, Karistan. Uh, it's what we call a cut and uncut. So they've created the pattern by using a combination of loop type yarns and cut yarns. That's uh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's Karistan. It is Karistan. Of course, yeah. it's one of the smart strand fibers. So. Uh, if we, if I accidentally spill some coffee as I'm walking around, uh, I can even clean it up all by myself. Wow! I, I don't I don't need to hire a professional. Yeah, and <laughs> Karistan doesn't make the Oriental rugs anymore. Not any. They have a different division now uh, that is part of Mohawk, but uh, the Oriental the old wool Oriental rugs that were made up in Eden, North Carolina. Uh, are no longer being manufactured. They have changed some of the patterns. Uh, to synthetic, uh, but they, you know, they honestly, uh, the wool, the price, the the market was not the average what the uh, rug buyer today was looking for. Right, right. I understand that, uh, but it, gosh, it sure is pretty and yeah. very, very, very durable. That's oh yeah, what, that's what we have on our stairs. I know, yeah. That y'all put there, and it uh, <laughs> it looks brand new. Yeah. Well, thank you, Fred. Right. We'll talk with you more okay, coming up. Okay, thanks a lot. Well, Fred, I, I want to tell you that since you all put the, the carpeting on the stairs, I've had to take my shoes off now for almost nine years. Well, I, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's uh, anything wrong with that. Especially if I've been out in the mud. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's a, certainly a good compromise. Right every time I go up those stairs, I think of Fred put this burden on. There you on. go. <laughs> you consider it a burden? Want to take your shoes on and off? Yeah. Those glasses are probably more for birds, <laughs> if you think about it, depending on the neighborhood. Uh, Rose Rhodes is with us. Rose, oh, why great. have you not called us in it's in forever? I've been busy. Oh, uh, well, it is a busy season, isn't it? But it's raining today, and I, well, I listen to you every Saturday, but today's a good day to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, it's finally, I've been watching this system. Uh, boy, the folks down at the... But down at the beach are uh, having a good time anyway, but uh, they're going to get a lot of rain down there. Now, yesterday they were saying that Wilmington was, could get up to seven inches of rain, which would be pretty rough with all the flat uh, territory there.
but it's taken a while for it to get up in into Raleigh, and it's I, when I walked outside us during a break, it, it it was sprinkling a little bit. So, uh, but it's heading our way definitely. So, you getting some good rain, or is it just sprinkling? Oh yeah, we're just getting sprinkles right now. Okay, down there in Princeton. But so, we needed so, the rain anyway. It'd be good for our crops. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, Steve said he'd been getting in his daylily garden, been getting rain at just the right time this year. And and I, I hope it's been that way for everybody. Yeah, my son planted corn this year, and that's a hard thing to have because you've got to have water at the correct time when it's making the you know the corn. Yeah, and so for goodness sake, it, water and... At water and tomatoes, Gerald. Yeah. Oh yes, that's a very contentious thing. So, uh, what have you? What have you, exactly have you been doing in your your uh, landscape? Well, I'm mostly looking around right now. I have a carcinoma on my leg, and I've had that taken off. So I've had oh well. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> but oh, I'm goodness. doing good. <laughs> good for you. But yeah. I just I can ride around the golf cart and see what I need to do. How about that, River? She's got a golf cart. Now, that, that's Boy, what that, you need. That is a good suggestion. By the way, I, uh, thing, I, I'll tell you. Rose, I brought your name up yesterday. We had a little get-together at my place for the weekend, Gardener folks, and the young man named Justin Williams wanting a, wanted a cutting of St. John's wort, wort. wort and a cutting of, of something Gerald called Poit's Laurel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. looks uh, kind of like a fern. Yeah, yeah, and I said they that used a lot in, in floral, flower arrangements. Floral arrangements. Yeah. And he wanted to know how to root it. And I, and I pulled out my Rose Rhodes book, <laughs> and I said, do just this. And so I wrapped his up in in uh, wet paper and put some tinfoil around it, and I hope he will follow instructions. Uh, and he said, well, can I put it in water? I said, well, if, if Rose Rhodes said to do that, do it. So th- those are well, those look like they'd be sort of hard to root. I think that's right. <laughs> you know, uh, they said that uh, I always sow the seed. It says it takes, uh, I had a friend that had the Raleigh Road Garden Center, and he said it takes seven years for one of those seeds to germinate. I certainly don't have that kind of patience. Well, I mean, <clears throat> Let's see, I'm, 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 let's see, how old am I? I'm 89 years old, and I put some seed in this year. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rose's book uh, is uh, it's available on Amazon, Plant Propagation, a Primer, by Rose Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S. So you, if you want that, use that like Rufus does, and I do, and uh, so many people do, then uh, you can get your own copy. Yeah, now you, you it's time to uh, read that book because right now it's a per- that's why I call it it's a perfect time to root things, May and June. Yeah. Like, you got any camellias you want to root, Rufus? Uh, I, I'm i like Rose. I, I want something a little bit more mature. I have lots of things I root, but I not, not camellias. I, when I want one, I want it about five feet tall. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah well, you, you do have to have layer have... something, and you get a a larger plant. Do you know I have never tried that? I I've got to do that. It's and a maybe, wonderful experience. <laughs> maybe that would work better with that uh, yeah. St. John's wort, right? Than yeah, trying I'm not to root it. I'm familiar with that. That yep. and a brick. 
Penny yeah. over a piece of it, right. cover it up with dirt, right. put a brick on. Well, can, can you describe that St. John's? It's a it's a bush. It is uh, in the uh, really in the herb family. Um, supposedly, you make stuff with the leaves if your little cuckoo is supposed to right. help straighten you out. But it has a beautiful yellow bloom on it. And this this bush like thing, and it's a has, woody stem. Yeah, it has a huge, a uh, beautiful, beautiful hundreds of yellow blooms on it. And it is very woody. Yeah, they have some dwarf versions now that don't get as tall as the original ones. But I told him to, to try water first, uh, by the old Rose Roads way, and then I said, if that doesn't work, uh, do, do rooting hormone, rooting her- hormone, and try it in some potting soil. That sounds like an ideal thing. That would be my guess for it. <laughs> He would he would pick the two things that would seem to be hard to root. I, I have never tried to root any of the poets, Laurel, so that I don't have any experience with that. Well, I well that, Gerald, that's a first. On my uh, yeah. table, excuse me. I keep you, a volume of that on my tables to enjoy it, and it lasts a long time in water, but I've never seen one root. Yeah. Does it have any fragrance? No, 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 but it's it's another good addition in a shade garden. Yeah. Uh, and we, we planted it, we had it in the main rose garden at the governor's mansion because mm-hmm. when fixing flower arrangements, it's a great thing. Is that uh, over there on the lane side? Yeah. It's lane a, Street it, side? It's a, it's a great thing to clip, to put in, because mm-hmm. uh, it'll stay green forever, won't it, Rose? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it looks like a beautiful fern. Yep. And those uh, those branches are so graceful, you know. They're just long yeah. and hang over, just beautiful. Rose, we got to run because we got to do news, but thank you so much, and don't wait so long to call. Well, I wanted to tell you about the Satsuki azalea. If you don't have any, get some. They're blooming right now. All right. Thank we'll you. do got it. Got it. Got we'll it. do it. Thank you, Rose. We'll be <laughs> back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. You know, we've uh, had to deal with some of the critter problems around our home and garden. Deer and rabbits seem to eat everything in sight. Moles and voles damage our lawns and plants. And squirrels, by golly, they they seem to get into everything from flower pots to furniture. And Imos Garden Repellents will protect you and garden from pests with products that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. Imos Garden's natural approach to repelling pests is safe for people and pets and the environment. And uh, blends of natural ingredients and botanical oils give you effective repellents that are easy to use and they don't have to be reapplied after every rain. And homeowners love Imos Garden repellents because they don't have a foul or offensive odor. They're conveniently available as ready-to-use, ready-to-spray, uh, and cost-saving concentrates, easy-to-use shaker jars also, convenience combined with effectiveness. It's no wonder that Imos Garden has become the favorite for so many gardeners in the Triangle. And you can buy Imos Garden repellents at independent garden centers and hardware stores all around the Triangle area and beyond at Piedmont Feed and Garden Center in Chapel Hill and Homewood Garden Center in Raleigh. Say goodbye to your pest problems with I Must Garden, the safer way to protect your garden. You know, uh, as we we talk about uh, 
plants. One way you protect is when you, certainly when you are planting, uh, every time you, you buy a bag of black cow, for instance, uh, you're doing a lot, helping your plants, helping the environment. Because their process helps to repurpose manure so it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. And black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. And it helps to retain moisture too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. Kristen is with us. Kristen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Yes, ma'am. I have got a question with regard to my bushes. I've got a large butterfly bush and three crepe myrtles of varying ages between six and, and uh, four years old. And the little suckers that come up around the base of the of the bottom down, coming up out of the ground, is it okay when they're just just shooting up to to shoot those with Roundup? No, okay. <laughs> those are usually attached, yeah. uh, Gerald, to the root system. Yeah, they're coming off the root. You're better to just clip them off and clip yeah, them off uh, below the soil though. surface if you can, as low as you can. Yeah, yeah, below well, the soil surface. That's what I've been doing, but it's like, you know, at this time of year, it's I'm out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's part of owning a crepe myrtle because uh, they they're very very durable. That we like that they are durable, but they you you really can't kill them. Yeah, they'll suck a lot, and you wouldn't, you know, Roundup, for instance, is systemic, and when you spray it even on the leaves, it's supposed to try to suck it down to the root system, Yeah, and uh-huh. you don't want to take a chance that that could do some damage to the root system. Yeah, and if you when, every time you spray Roundup or some herbicide like that, you're, you're liable. It's amazing how far that spreads, the residue. Well, it's interesting that when I spray it on my patio block where stuff's coming up, it takes it forever to kill those. <laughs> well, you can you can get glyphosate products that are that have a greater percentage and and uh, less diluted and and uh, you know a, a brush killer. A lot of them. Are uh-huh. Yes, there's a, there's a woody Roundup that has something else added to the glyphosate that works better on small woody stems like you know tree saplings that are sprouting. Uh, uh, we, we use it quite a bit. So you could get something that's a little stronger and that would last longer. Something that would kill more immediately. Uh, but you know, again, read the label and be very careful how you dress and everything when you're. I like wearing a mask with well, all, all of that guess. stuff. But I guess I'll just keep getting down on my knees once a week. There you go. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's good exercise. Your doctor will tell you that's good for you, Kristen. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as you can get back you up. You can get up. <laughs> uh, what about you said something about butterfly bushes? Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have a, do you have a problem with the butterfly bush? The same thing. You know, just little uh, yeah, suckers coming around the Right. Yeah, it all kind of gets mixed in there. But, when it, uh, when I love my butterfly bush. It's really Yeah, good. yeah, there are a lot don't of different. Don't spray. Just clip them. A lot of different new varieties of those. And uh, there was one uh, Nelson brought last week. It was a like a 
Pugster. Pugsters. That uh, I got tell a you, bigger panicle. It's it's a huge panicle, and it it has a very honey type fragrance on it. And compact. It's, uh, yet it's panicle? compact. That's the bloom size of the oh, bloom. Okay. Yes, yeah, kind huge. of cone shape. It's got a very large bloom. So if you really like, if you really like those, they don't grow very tall. And About three by three, three foot. And by the three most foot. important part of them is is the uh, the flower part. And that, that gets really big. So if you like well, my, butterfly yeah. bushes. My bush is about 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Well, you so got, you've got the old-fashioned one. And, they've got a lot of smaller and ones. And what there. I've learned, if it's the kind I've got, rather than clipping it down, I can easily pull out them by the, by the root if you've got that old-fashioned kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they come off easy, but it's just a, yeah. it's a, it's a hassle to have to. Well, yeah. So you know, next time, next time, get a, a smaller variety and consider the pugster. But okay, there are a lot of different varieties that were developed by uh, Professor Denny Warner here at NC State that are much, much smaller and blue chip, little blue chip, micro. A lot of they got chip in the name. A lot of yeah, them do. And they they are very reliable and and pretty pretty plants, but very small. Y'all, y'all make my Saturday morning most every week. So thanks again. Well, you take care, Kristen. It's always Bye-bye. nice hearing from you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks, Miss Monica, the manager of the State Farmers Market. And I love being able to say that is uh, is with us this morning. And uh, you're you're a little later because the you said that it's uh, <coughs> the uh, vendors are getting out there a little later this morning because of the rain, right? Well, we were having a pop-up event. Um, they were trying to do a little Memorial Day pop-up, and it was questionable as to whether some of them were going to be here, so I just wanted to make sure I knew who was going to be here with those there guys. You go. And some All of right. them were supposed to be setting up on the outside, and we were trying to do a little bit of rearranging, so um, I just thought it'd be better that way. I'd know for sure who we had and exactly what we had going on when I talked to you. So, um, we're Are you doing a pop-up event out in uh, front of your house out there? I like Wheeler, if you set up your stand? I haven't done that one yet, Monica. What I want is a report on Mike's behavior Wednesday. When I, was <laughs> I was a good boy. When I was at Surf City, I understand he was surrounded by a bunch of wonderful, nice ladies. Yes, absolutely. He was, and Rufus, we missed you. Um, we'll have to schedule and do that again. Whenever yeah, we're going to have to do that again, Rufus. It, we well, can have a uh, two 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 for ten ratio. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> uh oh. In fact, I love it. Yes. Yeah. We we truly appreciated Mike coming out and meeting and greeting and um, having lunch with the um, the Buds and Blooms Garden Club um, who came in from Benson. Um, a bunch of wonderful ladies that love gardening and um, they love coming up to the State Farmers Market and learning more about what we have here and what we offer. And Mike was definitely um, a very, uh, probably the highlight of their trip this time. Well, I don't know about right. that. Yeah, Mike. But I was um, I was a gentleman, I hope, and, and uh, answered questions properly. And they had, they all, all of them had nice questions about uh, the show and about plants and they uh very smart ladies it's it sound like they're great gardeners yes and i'm sure a lot of them are tuning in this morning so if i hope so well hey uh, when yeah. when they went around the table and introduced themselves the only one i could remember was linda because she was sitting right <laughs> beside me and she was the last one to say her name and then somebody uh-huh. somebody asked uh all right name everybody's name now I said, what is this, a, a Medicare test or something? <laughs> I, so I, 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 I 
I'm sorry I can't remember everybody's name, but I do remember Linda. I try to and do Monica. that, too. I try to remember yeah, the name of Linda. Well, of course, uh, and, you know, there's certain techniques, but I was kind of overwhelmed. And, you know, there's an old Conway <laughs> Twitty song lying here with Linda on my mind. There you go. But uh, at any rate, I'm not playing favorites, but Linda was the last one to say yeah. her name. And well, Monica, I've noticed over the years there's some beautiful gardens in Benson. Yeah. And we were uh, we were discussing the possibility that you, there's some antics during uh, some of your uh, attorney general years, especially may have happened in Benson. Oh my! With mule oh, days and so oh, forth. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You got you got hit. Lady hit you with a pocketbook. Oh, <laughs> never be a judge, Gerald. Oh, I at, li- at Little Miss Mule Day Parade. I will never forget that woman. She said, take this, you so-and-so and so-and-so. Well, And she whacked me right in the face. Didn't you have any SBI agents with you? Well, no, I had a poor, some sorry reporter from the News Observer, Dennis Rogers. <laughs> and Dennis says, I'm getting the H no, out, of, out of here. <laughs> and I said, well, that's a lesson. Never judge a little Miss Mule Day parade again in Benson. Dennis Rogers was your security, huh? Oh, he was a no security at all. He ran. <laughs> He's like a scared dog. <laughs> I, I judged those Christmas decorations in Oakwood one year, which I didn't realize they had about 10 categories and took me about three hours to go around and oh, look at everything. Wow. And, and I got hate mail. I bet so. there. One and done for me. That's a high roller neighborhood down in there. Good gracious. Right. Well. But other than that, it's a beautiful town. Yeah. And, Except uh, for that one woman. Who? <laughs> Who? Lord have mercy. You didn't get, have the police in there? Well, I remember, too, uh, Monica, you remember the Bonnie Neighbors case. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's been a, a long, lingering thing, and uh, it, it is uh, allegedly solved now because of uh, DNA. But a, a man has written a book on it called The Right Turn, uh-huh. uh, alleging that if Bonnie Neighbors had made her usual left turn to go pick up her kids— and rather than the right turn, that she would have been alive. Today. Yeah, that was a yeah much talked about uh, murder case down in, and there it happened while you were attorney yes, general. Yes, it, it, it was something that that you all investigated. One of the unsolved murder cases that yeah, I looked wow. into. Yeah, so you, the good and bad. Uh, uh, but we, I'm sorry yeah. we went into Benson so much about being hit with a pocketbook and murder. I know case. it's a wonderful place. <laughs> But other than that, a nice oh, town. <laughs> Only Rufus would get hit with a pocketbook. I know. Um, I've never met anybody else who was hit by a pocketbook. I don't think <laughs> Melissa's hit me with a pocketbook, but I'll have to think back more. Maybe I can't remember. I can remember the room I was in in that, that old high school. Oh, she hit you inside? Oh, yeah. We, well, oh, the the okay. judging went on inside. Was it one of them 30-pound pocketbooks she hit it you It had with? every kind of sharp-edged instrument <laughs> in it you can think of. Instruments of torture, <laughs> things from the Far East, the Near East, and it, it stung. Well, you, you've suffered some trauma because of that over these years. Oh, I have I have had really bad, bad psychological <laughs> impacts from that, from that wallop. You know, I'm sorry I brought that up. I, we, we were talking about these pretty ladies. And, and, and she now. was a big-boned woman to boot. <laughs> oh, bet, my goodness. Well, well, Brooklyn has to get you back to bed so they give you a pleasant yeah, experience. That's right. We've, we've got to have your disillusioned. Put this trauma to an end once and for all. Yeah. I'm, I'm shivering here. Listen, listen to Monica, uh, Uncle Gerald. 
And we've got these two fake pseudo psychiatrists now, to my now, left and my think right. Of more pleasant thoughts. We, we just, we're just <laughs> concerned about you, Rufus, and I know Monica is. And the, I am. the buzzers and the and the and the and the bloomers down there. Bloomer. The, the, that's a buzz. The uh, club. Monica, I have a question. I don't know if you've addressed it already since I've been absent from show, as you know, for the last couple of months. That's so right. Plants at the market. Tell me how this new cotton field came to be. Well, it's something that they're doing um, across all the farmers markets and ag centers that are administered by the Department of Ag. Um, they wanted to showcase some of the row crops, the commodities that are um, grown in North Carolina, like corn, soybeans cotton, that sort of thing. So each market is going to have a field of, we're the one, we have cotton and we have sunflower started out front. And I think it's Charlotte has soybeans. And anyway, each market or ag center has a different commodity. And we're going to be doing just more or less just the educational thing, showing folks how it grows. Um, later in the fall when it's harvest time, we're going to have an educational event. Um, I am not volunteering cotton. to pick. Just go ahead and put I, that I was right up, now. Well, who's taking care of the cotton? Is that somebody from uh, the Ag Department Cotton Division? Or <laughs> it's a joint. It's a joint effort between the Department of Ag and NC State. So okay. um, everybody, pay attention. It has just uh, germinated, popping up good. And if the geese will leave it alone, I think it's going to start growing. Um, oh, our geese. Our geese population has gotten um, heavier out front. <laughs> the problems that the, the state farmer's market manager has to run into, geese and <laughs> cotton in the cotton field. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's going to be beautiful, though, um, once it, once it is um, the cotton bowls are on there this fall. We hope that we have a successful yeah. crop, and everybody's working hard to make sure we do. So everybody pay attention to that as you're driving in and see all the stages and phases and um, should be a beautiful picture spot as well whenever we get it all out there going and, um, like I say, when it's ready to, to harvest. So, um, And we'll be looking at some different events um, to focus around that. So stay tuned. So uh, we better run through quickly all the stuff at the farmer's market available besides cotton and sunflowers. and Being whacked in Benson. <laughs> and we do have sunflowers, um, some cut sunflowers. We have beautiful bouquets of flowers um, available, and that's one of the great things you can come to the market and find daily, as well as so many other plants and flowers that are still available right now, hanging baskets, herbs, shrubbery, fruit trees, succulents. Um, we have some house plants and just so many things that you can find if you're looking to still up your garden or landscape. I know a lot of pansies are still staying pretty because we've had such cool temperatures and um, you might have to replace those yet. So you can. It's not too late. You can still find some beautiful flowers to, to replace those pansies with. Wow. Gosh, there's so much, so much out there this time. And it's, it's getting better and better as we uh, get into the season. Peaches. Peaches. Yes. Yes. As I always say, it's one of my favorite times of the year when we have strawberries, blueberries, and peaches all at once, and it's that time. The peaches are just getting started. Um, strawberries are still in pretty in full swing right now. Not sure what they're going to look like after all this rain, but um, we do have a great selection of strawberries at the moment, so if you haven't gotten any to can or freeze yet, I would say don't wait much longer. You want to make sure you come on out and get your fix on fresh local strawberries while they're in season. 
and the blueberries are they've been delicious so far um, it's one of my favorite things to snack on are blueberries and we're seeing garden peas coming in squash has started now as well as um lettuces and greens your pointed head cabbage you've been seeing those some greenhouse crops like your tomatoes um a lot of heirloom tomatoes i've seen coming in as well as your traditional slicing tomatoes that are greenhouse grown if you've never tried them be sure to do so they have a wonderful taste um they have developed some varieties through the years that um still have a great taste um even though they are grown inside i know folks have always been a little hesitant to try a greenhouse tomato but um gerald you can probably attest to that some of those tomatoes have a pretty good taste maybe not quite filled Field grown taste, but pretty close. Ten, ten miles ahead of what you can go buy in a local supermarket. Yeah. Definitely. So, highly Definitely. recommend. They're still vine ripens and um, grown locally and, and wonderful, wonderful folks growing them. And cucumbers, burpless cucumbers, um, we're seeing those coming in now as well. Um, and a few other varieties of cucumbers, mostly still greenhouse grown, but we'll start seeing field ones of those really soon. And just so many great things you can shop around. Absolutely. And And even more up in the market shops. Definitely. Um, We have a great selection of local meats and cheeses, North Carolina seafood. You can find um, some craft items that are locally made in addition to so many um, value-added products like your um, pickled okra. You can find um, pear preserves and... um, sauces and cow chow and so many wonderful products like that we do also have um soaps throughout the market shops where you can grab a um fresh squeezed orangeade or lemonade or a cone of ice cream we also have the folks with the snowflakes if you haven't tried those absolutely delicious um it's just like snow and you get whatever you get to choose the um, fruit juice that goes on it, and then they top it off with fresh fruit, and they're delicious. And they also have those crispy pop snacks. Um, and we can't forget the Rufus dog, of course. Uh, Rufus, have you had one of those lately? I certainly have, and I had a guest last night who had tried one, and uh, he said, I liked it very much, but he said, I, I, need, I need to make a suggestion about the slaw. I said, we'll go right over there and do that. I said, you won't hurt their feelings. Uh, I said, they've worked on it, and I think they're getting close to making it uh, what a hot dog ought to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. A lot of good Thank things you. in the in the market shops, so all the cinnamon bread and, and uh, apple jacks and uh, yeah. ice cream. and whew, So much. A lot of and canned I'll- products, too. Yes, there's so much to walk around. We always kind of like to think of it as an old country store. Um, you get the old hoop, the old fashioned hoop cheese you can find in there, and the the bottled drink. And if you don't find what you want in the market shop, keep walking. Um, you go past the seafood restaurant, and there at our um, market depot, the market depot shed there, which is formerly our craft shed, we have even more concession food items like kettle corn, gourmet lemonade. Um, there's some little mini donuts and more baked goods and a lot of different craft items there, some homemade um, custom-made baskets and so much more. So be sure to always check out the craft sheds. You never know what's going to be there. And just behind that is Mahana Pork Center, and uh, great place to come out. I know they've been super busy leading up to Memorial Day weekend with folks um, getting their, their pork so they can grill out and 
great place to stop by and support as well. Yeah. Well, Monica, uh, Gerald is right now drinking chair wine out of a glass bottle, and the only place I knew to get that was at the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. Yes, we have those, and the knee-highs and all those other ones that you can't find just anywhere, we do have all those there. I noticed the other day they had they had those, and they had some um, nabs and some moon pies, so taking you away. Well, that's a combination mm -hmm. there. That's a great combination. <laughs> And uh, the market uh, shop, uh, I mean, the, uh, the market uh, restaurant uh, where we had lunch the other day and uh, uh, the seafood restaurant, great places. And uh, we're, we're running out of time, but uh, they are wonderful restaurants that always uh, give you more than you can handle and uh, really good food. And uh, market imports, what an interesting place that is. Yes, they have a great selection of there. If you're looking a perfect container um, pot for a new garden area or a fountain or anything like that, they have it. And I noticed they have some sale signs up, so they're running some sales over there. Superside's another great place to come and um, shop around if you're looking to maybe spruce up your, your lawn or you need some lawn care products, they can help you out. Well, Monica, we'll let you get back to work, and, and thank you very, very much for uh for joining yes, us and thank you for inviting me the other day oh you're so welcome and um i do want to remind everybody we are open um all weekend and even on memorial day um we're open seven days a week so everybody come out and see us and bring the family if they're in town and if you're traveling great place to stop by and shop around and stretch the legs take care right. monica we'll talk to you soon uh -huh. have a good one all right more of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh behind Costco.